Uh, we're I think we're back up though. Are we? I, I keep yeah. refreshing. Yeah, we're back up. No, it's it's, it's, it's down. It's you're offline. Yeah. Yeah, refresh. It just went back up. I keep now you're back. Now you're back. You're back. Yeah. Okay, now he's back. Uh, okay, so I say, uh, and in terms of uh, in terms of like gameplay specifically for which ones I could pick out, like I enjoyed the most. Uh, my apologies, Halo chat. Three and Halo. We Reach. disconnected. We're back okay. now. I mean, now I think about it. Now all my my picks were all over the shoulder, all kind of RPG games. Mm-hmm. I say my for gameplay would have to be games I have you know played through once. I, one of them I didn't even finish. Um, Final Fantasy Fifteen. I loved the gameplay mm-hmm. in that. That was really good. I liked the story. I played it pre pre day one patch because that was before I had internet, so that kind of sucked. Um, Monster Hunter World. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I loved the gameplay on that. Yeah. And then it has to... Uh, I do love Bethesda's stuff, but it's honestly not that great when it comes to gameplay, so I'm probably going to have to say... Uh, I don't think I have a third right off the top of my head when I think about it. Oh, we're, we're talking about, like, core gameplay, just, like, gameplay? Just, just gameplay. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, okay. Well, yeah, Halo, Halo 3 and Halo Reach are definitely, like, tied for, like... Def, uh, this is probably going to be like a no specific order for me. Uh, Halo Three and uh, and Halo Reach is up there. I'd probably say Gears of War is definitely oh, in there too. That's a franchise yeah, I need to get back bit. at. That's uh, that gameplay is phenomenal. That is really um, fun. And then I guess I would probably also have to say, uh, hmm, ooh, uh, Breath of the Wild. Okay, oh, I, I've only played a tiny, tiny bit oh, of that. Oh my god! So I absolutely did, love that game. That's a, that would be like fourth for me on my list of like all time favorite in terms of storyline and gameplay as well. I but say the my biggest on that is, ooh, that's upper echelon. My, so, my biggest problem with that game is the fact that weapons break. Even the master sword breaks. Come well, on, it doesn't break. It I know you get it back, repair, but it goes into a repair state. But but I mean like. I don't know. I've I've always hated the the idea of you know oh I got this cool thing and it only has three uses left. Oh, speaking of you Minecraft, <laughs> God damn it! No, but I think I think that actually adds a very nice uh, touch to the game personally because there you could break a weapon and then you just like beat the shit out of some uh, some other dude and just take whatever they have and just start beating everybody else with that. Like I think That's it's true. like cool no, and kind of funny and like you can knock funny, like, weapons out of their hands and just be like all right well i'm gonna beat you with your own weapon so screw you dude <laughs> like you know yeah it's funny like I've, I've been talking so highly about uh the last of us and that's literally a, a big thing in the last of us is your weapons have limited hits like three or four hits yeah yeah okay. i mean that, that just adds to the fear factor to it but, yeah right I, and that definitely I was a game like that game but uh but i i don't know that i i've just never been a fan of of uh i guess any kind of game that you lose your earnings you know well that's that's like, every survival game you know like yeah, that's, that's or... why i don't play survival games right <laughs> i feel like i feel like that's so i i like survive i haven't played much of them and i want to play more of them but i feel like survival Arc. games like be back on Arc. yeah right i feel like they just they have an element there that draws people back and like although like something like risking losing all of your crazy stuff depending on how long you've been playing it's just like even losing that stuff kind of brings a player back into it. And I feel like that's why survival games are so big as well, like Rust and 
and all those yeah. other ones. That's why I always, whenever I whenever I played Minecraft, every single time, that's why I literally just find a village and just build. Because I'd be too afraid to go down in the mines and lose all my fancy stuff. Yeah, I can never get into Minecraft, unfortunately. I've played it, I've, you know, it, it, I see what I the hype is about, but I don't know. I love Minecraft, but the biggest thing stopping me from playing it right now is the fact that on PC, as far as I'm aware, you need a separate PC to host a server so you can play private. Yes, that is uh, that is correct. That's, that a is, big that's, the, that's the biggest problem with Bro, just buy a new fortunately, PC. Fortunately, a lot of uh, my friends that I play with, we all have uh, laptops, so we just pretty much run the server off our laptops and then uh, play on our desktops. I, I wonder why they have that. I mean, there's plenty of other games like Ark. I was able to do it off Ark, and yes. still be able to play. It's some. It comes down to a money thing uh, for them because they have. The Minecraft Realms thing, and you can oh. pay like your monthly service. Like, Ooh, who they make so much money! They're the top selling game of all time. Yeah, oh. I know, but I mean, yeah, top uh, selling. For you sure. know, you know how it happens when uh, you know people make a lot of money; they still want more money. You know, absolutely. Yeah, that's how. So, but yeah, that's, so that's one of the reasons why they've got it the way that they do. I mean, I I get it, and I also don't get it, but so. Yeah. Real quick, Trevor, um, and as well as Jay Lorch, we did talk about this a little bit last uh, podcast. But what is your top like number one game that's about to come out like this year or maybe next year? Last Last of Us. Then after Last of Us, it's Halo Infinite, and then after that, it's Cyberpunk. Okay, uh, I've, I've said my dues. <laughs> in the order of releases, uh, Anna, the new Animal Crossing, um. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I was just telling you guys, I just downloaded the demo for that because yeah. I really want to fucking try it. And then Halo Infinite. Those are probably my top See, my, three of the I, games I'd say, out. I'd say my top number one is, is Project A. It, oh, yeah. Definitely. I just, I look, I, I've been, like you said a little earlier, Trevor, you've been really into the competitive side of gamings recently. I'm on the same boat. You know, I've been streaming a lot of, you know, competitive Overwatch, uh, Illegal Legends, especially Counter-Strike. I've been enjoying it. Now take my two favorite games, CSGO and Overwatch, one of my two favorite games, and put that into one. I just, I look forward to it. It's going to be high And it's hell. made by Riot Games. Yeah, so. so it's like, I don't think they're going to really do that bad of a job on it. I think they're going to live up to a pretty decent uh, reputation. Let's hope. Let's That's hope. That's all I got to say, let's hope. We I know mean, it's going to be free. Yeah, it's gonna be a free to play game. I, then, I, I, then if it's gonna be a free to play game, then it's gonna be heavily microtransaction oriented. Ex exactly, your, your loot now, drops and stuff. Yeah. Now, when it comes to uh, continuing our lists of top threes, I think Trevor already kind of answered this question, but top three multiplayer. Ooh. Ooh. That's what? a hard one for you guys. That's an easy uh, one for me, considering that's all I play. Halo. Yeah, I thought it was easy for me because I barely play any, so I don't oh, have yeah. any options. I got, I got mine, I think. Uh, I've got Halo, number one. Uh, Which Halo? Of, uh, probably also 3 and Reach again. I kind of put those two together because they, those were like probably the two best ones in terms of multiplayer and a lot of like other aspects. Okay. Specifically, so like when I look at that realm and saying for the best of multiplayer, also all of the fucking awesome custom games and shit that they had. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Now, now, quick. Like, I'm a, I'm gonna take off to, uh, off topic really quick. Trevor, would you be down to have a a lasso run through Reach on PC with with me and Sebastian? Oh hell yeah, dude. That'd be I'm great. Down. I stream when uh when Reach came out for uh PC. I streamed it on Legendary like solo. 
So I'm, I guess, like I'm willing to put myself through more hell. You know, but, uh, I, I, oh I bought Sebastian. I, I bought Sebastian the, the Master Chief Collection. He has yeah. not played it. Once. Yeah, I have. Yes, I. What are like, you talking about? No, I, you have. Not. I have a clip on Twitch that I versed Ninja, the Ninja, oh, in a multiplayer. With me. It wasn't with me. It was with Ninja. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't with you. We haven't gotten the Ninja didn't play. buy you the game. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't. But Ninja's also not Lorsch, So, like, come <laughs> yeah. on, dude. But no, Obviously, I thought he meant I haven't Lord. played it since that day, and that's a complete lie because I have. I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, I honestly kind of forgot I had it. <laughs> I'm just not been, gonna lie, I have to. Yeah, uh, it, for me, I'd say top multiplayer games uh, of all time. I've been really enjoying, obviously, like like CS:GO, uh, Overwatch. But I think Call of Duty is just gonna stand up there for me because it's just it's my blood. It's what I grew up with, and maybe not every Call of Duty is the best each year. And I definitely been playing less and less. I feel like it's just it's your classic FPS shooter. Um, if they rem- if they were to remaster Modern Warfare Two. I don't think you'd see me out of my fucking chair, honestly. Okay. I'd now, now to, to go back to Trevor, who I quite rudely interrupted, what, what was the rest of your list? Uh, yeah, uh, so it was Halo, and then Counter-Strike, and then... Uh, I don't know, I'm kind of I'm tied between a few for the, like, the third, because it changes quite frequently. Uh... But it, it's probably around like Rocket League or like League of Legends. Oh yeah, yeah, Rocket League's okay. definitely yeah. But League used to be like number two. I mean, Halo is like the biggest place in my heart, so it's always gonna be like at the top. Right. And I could always like pick out which specific game was like better in terms of this aspect or whatnot. But uh, but yeah, I guess my top two and three is usually a changing list just because of like depending on like what mood I'm in. Uh, All right. I For go me, through phases. For me, even though I do, in general, I, I love Halo. I love it far more than I do Call of Duty. I do have to put Call of Duty Black Ops 2 on my top. Oh, yeah. Really, because that's what got me into multiplayer gaming. Uh, I, Black I, Ops. I, I, I don't have internet at the time, but I'd be at my cousin's house every single weekend playing that game nonstop. And then second, I'd probably have to say Halo Reach. And then third, it's an oddball. It's a game I've, I've been playing a ton recently. It would have to be War Thunder. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You definitely been playing cool that a lot. I like yeah. Game. I mean, it's crazy to to even like think of like competitive gaming as a whole right now. It's it's blown up so much in the past five years, I'd say. Um, because like I remember like I was like I t- I'd watch a lot of like esports for COD, you know, um, LCS and or not LCS. I'm sorry, um, CWL. And um, like back then when I when I was like in high school or even college, people are like, yeah, competitive. Like that's like that's a thing, competitive gaming. And uh, now it's like, I'd say Fortnite definitely helped this out, but now it's like any game that comes out has a competitive side to it. Counter-Strike obviously has been around for years, I'd say almost the past 10 years, maybe even more. Um, the well, second let's just o- see us go. Right. Oh, only been, you, don't even, don't, you don't even need to have multiplayer for this stuff to be competitive nowadays. Like, Look at Clinical Reload. He does competitive, um, what is it, Crash Bandicoot? Runs right, Crash. Yes, runs. yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying as a whole. Like, when it comes down to actual like esports though because like what he does is more of like like setting a record online that's not that's not like he's not competing against these players uh, like yeah but like in like, an actual like one-on-one sort right of sense or, like, so like sort of i just think like the evolution of esports in the past like couple of years has been in- insane like you know like uh, you see us go and like without a doubt in my mind the second like 
Project A, aka Valorant, comes out, there's going to be immediate esports orgs joining that game. Um, and, and then I just, I don't know, I just find that like so crazy to me, like that esports is just blown up. I feel like everybody now knows what like streaming is and esports are. They play it oh, live yeah. on TV now. For a long time, esports was definitely, it, I wouldn't say underground, but yeah, kind of, kind of an right. underground. It was, it was like in the middle it was there. More of a niche market. Yeah, than what it is now. It was, it was more. Of, it was more of just like, like a monthly or like you know every couple months competition held by, you know either the game you know producer or right. And now the company. Now more than ever, um, not only is like the the like the uh funding for it there because it's so big, but if you look at someone like Drake, he bought out like, uh, he's a co-owner of a hundred thieves. Like even some of the. Like the the bigger you know actors or singers or rappers, they're partaking in this like esports community because they they know it's about to get big. It's only getting bigger, so they're either buying out some teams or putting stocks in these teams, which is like a smart money move on their end. But it just proves to show that like competitive esports is just so big now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's huge. Like I remember when I heard like I think it was a couple years ago of. Of some kid winning a couple million dollars from a Fortnite tournament, you know, it's, yeah. it's 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 crazy to think of that that thing that your parents were telling you, hey, get off those games, you're never gonna you know get anywhere in life playing video games, and people are making millions of dollars now. Well, I I, I mean honestly, I can I can I can somewhat like uh would be term just kind of like butt in on that. Like obviously, I I started off on YouTube about six years ago, five six years ago, um, and my parents are old fashioned, you know, we're from Europe, so it's like. To them, me playing video games in general was a waste of time. I shouldn't be doing it, uh, let alone like if I was playing mature games. And I, I remember when I started my YouTube channel, I told them, I'm like, you know, one, one day I have faith that, you know, maybe it'll get me somewhere. And, and, you know, here I am now, you know, maybe my fan base hasn't exploded. I'm not obviously famous or well known, but I could definitely say it's, it's brought in some aspects of like in reality where it's helping me out like I'll pay, ne- my, pay never, my bills and stuff i'll never forget your face when you got that first donation oh your first yeah your first donation of 20 dollars. No, i was like i mean it wasn't it your first ever donation that was my first, first ever dono yes playing a video game yeah i remember i bragged about it to like every, I, 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 I remember i remember you tell me <laughs> yeah i went up I how you told everybody i went up to my mom and i was like oh, in your face 20 dollars but uh, no, yeah. but like, like overall, I feel like the, the market of streaming is like, if you can get the right fan base and you can, it's not just streaming, it's stuff like podcasts and, you know, cooking channels and whatnot, just overall content creation is, is also just as big as like what we were speaking of at esports. Like there's things that people want to do and either those are the people that stream it and do it and, you know, or post videos about it on YouTube. And there's those that enjoy that and watch it. And, you know, if if it's the right, um, uh, like, genre, they'll contribute, you know, their money to support that person or something. I just, I think it's mind-blowing to me that it's it's a possible career choice at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an amazing, it's almost kind of like a dream job. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, no. As, as YouTubers still nowadays will say, it's a dream job, but it comes at a huge risk that, it, you know, you never know what will happen. Oh, yeah. What will cause you to just drop off the map. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like like, like the saying goes, you can fall as quick as you got up, like, or like as quick as you have risen, you can fall just as fast. I, I so. think I, I saw recent, not too long ago, uh, 
PewDiePie even said that his parents never thought it was like a viable option like YouTube. He's like, and I, he's like, you know what? They're right. I still don't think this is a viable option, even though he's the biggest YouTuber in the world. He's still at any point, you know, Anything something happen. could happen. Now, I, I feel like, all subscribers. yeah, I, I feel like if you're someone like PewDiePie, without a doubt, now I don't know exactly his net worth or anything, but if you if you play it right and if you if you don't let the money consume you or the fame consume you, if that were to happen like to PewDiePie where he lost like let's say half of his subs or his half of his income, let alone, I feel like if he's doing it right and he's just saving the money and using the money as what it's supposed to be used for, like you know bills and whatnot, you know real life stuff, um, I feel like he'd be he'd be he could retire. Honestly, we can all probably agree that PewDiePie well, he, he could, could probably, probably retire, retire. now. Oh, yeah. I, think, I, think the, I think the scariest thing about that kind of YouTube stuff is that, you know, what happens if YouTube goes under, right? Right. And PewDiePie, yeah, he could move to a different site and still be big, but no doubt he'd lose at least a quarter of his following. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that, that's, that's something that showed in, uh, in Ninja's move to, to, to Mixer. Um, he just, I mean, granted, it's also the, like Fortnite itself. Like he mainly streamed Fortnite. So when it was super popular, he was, he was cranking. 50,000 plus live views, which is, you well, know, I'm, kudos to him. On top of that, though, there's sh I'm sure there was a brand deal going on, definitely, Fortnite oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Because, like, there's no way that, like, they would not, like, be like, oh, like, this person is playing our game and raking in all these viewers and stuff. Like, we need to make a deal with this guy so he keeps playing this game. Well, that's so. that's that's what the, like, the if you watch, like, streamer, like, Ninja or Tim the Fat Man, some of the bigger higher up uh, uh fortnite streamers there they even say this publicly is that they're fortnite partnered or or um, epic partner um or they're a call of duty partner it's someone like courage jd that streams like cod a lot and he was a commentator so now these games are like what was once a like conspiracy of like gamers are being paid to play this game and and uh especially youtubers back then like lea oh you're being paid to to say good things about Call of Duty. Now they're actually getting paid not to say good things about it because that's definitely not the case, but they're definitely getting some form of income of playing it and bringing in that view count. Yeah, and if not directly in money, usually a lot of bigger YouTubers will get um, basically unlimited whatever the like currency is in the game. Yeah. Like uh like like say um gold, you know, that's, that's a pretty common channel game. legends. You'll get you'll get like an infinite <laughs> amount of my yes. An infinite an infinite amount of gold so you can have all the newest shit so that right. you can you know show that in your videos to promote the game. Um well like one thing we were talking about last week when it comes down to like something like like a free to play game like Fortnite or other ones like Apex, um I find it that uh you can you could probably tune into a like ninja stream or somebody that that that's a pretty big streamer. And when it comes down to like like V Bucks and Fortnite, they're not given that. Like the, Epic Games isn't just giving them a limited amount, and you can see that live because they'll actually go and buy the V Bucks. So when I was saying last week that like uh, a lot of these free to play games rely on some of these bigger streamers because they're making that income off of streaming that game and getting those views and you know getting the donations bits or whatever it is on whatever platform, and now they can put in like hundreds of hundreds of dollars every time something new comes out and. Trevor, you know this, like, uh, you know, $10 in Fortnite uh, for a skin is, is, you know, it can add up. Obviously, something with, like, League of Legends, like, oh over the God. years. Please don't get started right. League of Legends. I don't know <laughs> if I want to say again how much fucking money I've dumped into that game. Right, so, so, put it this way, put it this way, Trevor. Let's say you were, you were a pretty big, well-known League of Legends streamer, like, I'm a cutie pie, 
and you had that money to be able to buy those riot points and buy every skin you wanted now make that times like multiple famous streamers that play that game now now riot games is making a pretty large amount of money just from those specific people yeah and i mean even me personally i'm not somebody that is a big streamer but uh or like big in the game but me personally myself with how addicted i was to league because it was like really like my first introduction to like real competitive gaming yeah and it was all it was also it also really helped me out through a lot of stuff yeah i made a lot a lot of good friends from it yeah absolutely right met in person like you know that live like miles and miles away that i've actually right. met in person and whatnot but uh me just being so into it dude i've dropped I've dropped a couple K in that game. Right. right. I think I think I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say that they made they make quite a bit of money off me. Right. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that all of us have spent a ludicrous amount of money on games. Yeah. I think the yeah, most. Sure. I think the most I spent on was also League of Legends when it comes down to as a whole from every game I've ever played. But um, I yeah I'd say League of Legends probably got like probably also like a thousand dollars out of me, maybe less, maybe a little less than that. But regardless, um. Yeah, $10 here, $10 there, you know, whether it's Fortnite, you know, League of Legends, whatever free-to-game free to play nowadays, um, it definitely adds up. And now I don't I think I've ever imagined... spent that, like, that much, but uh, yeah, I have spent a regrettable amount of money on video games. Right, so then <laughs> imagine, imagine being like a well-known streamer or content creator that has the money, right? Because like us, people like, like I, oh, I shouldn't say people like us, but like, for example, smaller streamers or just gamers in general, maybe you don't stream. You know, sometimes I, I always contemplate. I'm like, oh, should I get the battle pass? Should I get the skin? Should I put in the 10 bucks? Now, I don't know what I'd do if I had the money. Like, actually had the money. But like, effort, I'm dropping 100 bucks for these V-Bucks, and, and I'm going to purchase every skin. Oh, it'll get you. It'll get you. I, you I was... Uh, bef oh, sorry. <laughs> Go before, ahead. before we started the stream, I was... Uh, I booted up War Thunder for the first time in a couple months. And I was just looking at it. I was just like... Oh, do I drop that ten bucks on that monthly subscription? Right, but you have to stop yourself because I know I'm not gonna play the game for a month. And there's there's know? there's games that are out there that have been doing this for a while. I mean, look at like World of Warcraft, fifteen bucks a month to play this game, right? Damn. From a marketing standpoint, that's genius, right? League of Legends has been free to play since the beginning. Since what? When did it come out, Trevor? Uh, uh, ten years ago. The League of Legends beta came out in two thousand nine. Okay, Damn, so so yes. for for 10, 11 years, they've had this free-to-play model. They were definitely ahead of everybody else and, and loaded it with what's now known as microtransactions, cosmetic only, not pay-to-win. Um, and I... I to buy heroes. That's not pay-to-win, though. I wouldn't no, say that's, that. Yeah, that's not the same thing because when you're buying, when you're buying like, uh, champions or, like, heroes or something in a game, I wouldn't call it a pay-to-win because... Uh, especially with a game like League, having to actually sit down and understand the mechanics of how this champion works, how oh, yeah. am I going to be able to play this character in a viable sense and also be good at it and know my combos and like how to build them. It's that it, it, I don't consider that a pay to win at all because there's just yeah. way too much that goes into the like that. It's, sort it's of stuff. a lot of skill depth. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I never I never really got into games like that. The, the farthest I ever got in the game like that was uh was a game called Vainglory. I'm sure you guys oh, know. Oh, yeah. I remember Vainglory. Back, back when it very, very first came out with only maybe like four or five, you know, champions. Yeah, and, but no. That, yeah, I mean, Vainglory was I think basically... you still have to buy 
them, but you could still, again, yeah, win. With well, another thing like that that Riot Games had uh, like to their advantage, I guess, is yeah, you can put money in and um, you know, purchase these champions and skins for them. But recently, they made it that you can get you can play enough and rack up enough in-game currency that you can purchase them, so you don't have to waste money. Well, yeah, the 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 whole champion thing you've always been able to just play the game and un- like rack up your points to unlock you know whatever champion that it is yeah. that you want want to unlock next yeah. uh but yeah in terms of like the skin stuff i don't think it was until about a, like a year or two ago or two or three years ago when they started implementing like the no it's got to be more than that now it's probably about been like 4 years or so when they finally implemented like the the whole Ooh, like uh chests and whatnot oh yeah like, yeah yeah. now like you can actually unlock skins with just playing the game and whatnot right too but uh yeah because that's the thing it's always been optional for you to buy a champion in that game and it's yeah. never like Required. oh like i need to buy this yeah i i need to put money into this game to buy the champion no right. you could just play the game and unlock and that's the difference between pay to win and 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 play to be good yeah, you know a lot of pay to win games. Something like like a big, big controversial one was uh, I remember it was Call of Duty uh, Advanced Warfare. You had to pay for COD points that unlocked supply drops that had guns with varying statistics to them, right? So like a lot of people hated that because it's like okay, well maybe some of these bigger YouTubers uh, they can buy all or not even YouTubers, but anybody that just had the money. Um, they buy all these supply drops and they get these rare weapons that have plus damage on them, like extra damage, where I could only buy the base game with the base weapons and those have, you know, different damage variants, but that's just unfair. That's where people drew the line there. Yeah, I mean, that that is, and it totally is a big 180 to even what Call of Duty has been in you know latter years forever like it's never it was never a pay to win game so yeah, like never. for them to even like implement that it yeah i can see why people are angry yeah 100% <laughs> all right then yeah well, <laughs> uh, okay so um we kind of we were kind of touching base on it earlier about like um Let's uh let's talk about streaming stuff. I know it's gonna be a little uh a little harder for you, uh, Lorsch, But I mean, you you watch enough and you hang out with us enough to know like enough about like Twitch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do my best. We'll see so, how how this goes. Um. So I uh, it was more of like the we were on the topic of like just playing video games and like even now like implementing like streaming and stuff. So mm-hmm. like uh I know Sebastian had already brought up his point like. Oh, like my parents are very old school. Um, it took a while for them to like kind of like click in their head, like, oh, this could be like a like a viable like job or mm-hmm. you know just a, a decent way to spend my time and my free time and whatnot. Uh, so like, how was your how was your upbringing on, in terms of like video games and stuff, uh, Jake? Like, okay. how were your parents about it and whatnot? Um, well. I think, I mean, they they bought me, I think my first console ever was a PS2, PlayStation 2, with the video game Lego Star Wars, the first one. Yeah. Nice. And, of course, I have a uh, an older brother. So, it was, I mean, they were pretty lenient on it, uh, except for the fact that, uh, again, me and my older brother would constantly fight over who's getting to play it, right? 
Right. I always, I'd always wake up super early in the morning before school to go play it. I'm um, on the same aside boat. From, aside from, you know, like, restrictions of, hey, you're not doing good in school, which I never was doing good in school. Um, <laughs> you know, aside from that kind of restrictions of taking it away, they were always pretty lenient on it, you know? I mean, I never, I, I never had the up-to-date console. I got a 360, I think, a year after the Xbox One came out. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Jeez. And I got... I got uh, an Xbox One, maybe a year after the Xbox One S came out. So I've always been pretty late up until I got a job of my own. That's when I got the PS4 and PC and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're pretty lenient. I remember, you know, sometimes they'd even go out of their way just to to buy a game that they think I might like. Like, I remember coming home from school one day. I was, you know, middle school. I was really young. And my dad just had a whole big old, you know, rock band set, like drums, guitar and all. Nope. Damn, uh, they're awesome. all yeah, they're all pretty lenient. What you didn't yeah. know it was secretly for him. Oh, one hundred percent was. <laughs> was it really? Was it for your dad? Like legit? Like played the hell out of that after he got it? Yeah, kind of. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I've always I've, I've tried to get them to play games before. I've I've had my dad play uh, certain games before, uh, mainly sports games. I remember the most memorable one was. Uh, yeah, I think my brother was playing uh, uh, one of the UFC Undisputed games, and mm-hmm. he had left for some reason. My dad picked up the controller and got an achievement for something like knocking a guy out within five seconds because he just tapped some buttons and managed to elbow some dude in the face and knock him out. But uh, yeah. but uh, aside from that, uh, unlike you guys, of course, I've never streamed. Or at least I've, I've streamed, just not I've never been the streamer. Right. Mm-hmm. But I stay even now still that kind of like uh streaming or just being a YouTuber in general is still a dream job for me. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever, I'd ever be able to do it solo. I don't I don't have that ability unfortunately. I need to oh, have you, at least one or two people to bounce off of. You never know, man. I mean, what... yeah, well, another thing is too uh you get used to it after a while. Absolutely. Like... No, I I have no doubt. I have no doubt about it. But uh yeah, I think if I uh, if I were to go right now and tell my parents this is what I'm doing, they'd probably be very skeptical. Mm-hmm. But if I uh, if I actually started, you know, proving myself and bringing in the money, I doubt they have any problems with it. Yeah. What about you, Trev? Nice. Uh, blessed. I've been around video games my whole life. Uh. <laughs> My very first console was a PS1 when I was two years old, and my dad got. Uh, I grew up playing, well, like, video games was always around, and my parents were, like, always cool with me playing video games and whatnot. Mm -hmm. My dad used to game quite a bit. Uh, I used to play, like, Gran Turismo with him, or, like, uh, (laughs) he he never was, like, really big into sports, neither was I. But he he loved the fuck out of like the Tiger Woods games and stuff. So like I also like kind of like found an enjoyment in like playing like golf games and stuff. And later, you know, later years I actually started to play it. Uh, but yeah, uh, my first console was a PS One. I played, dude. I played Mortal Kombat when I was two years old. So like that's how like lenient my parents were with shit. Like they're like, he's a good kid, you know. This stuff isn't gonna bother. Like this isn't gonna mess his brain up or whatever. The only game I think I ever had banned from my household when as a child was uh, GTA San San Andreas. Oh, dude. But even then, still, my buddy, my my brother's friend would like sneak it into the house and we'd play it. 
I uh, I, I didn't <clears throat> even have GTA banned for me. That first GTA was GTA three on uh, PS two. Like, yeah. So like, I was around video games and stuff like my whole life. I always really enjoyed video games. My mom was always yeah, kind of like eh about it. She what? was kind of the one that would always give me the hard time about like me wanting like M-rated games and stuff. My dad right. was super chill though. So uh, where where were your parents at, or where are they at when you started streaming, as opposed to, like to streaming as a whole? Like, do they feel like it was like a waste of your time because it, it's so such a small chance of it, you know, you you blowing up or being famous or anything like that? Well, for my dad, he's kind of always been like, uh you could just pretty much like you know do whatever you want like whatever's gonna make you happy uh you know just make sure you're like at least doing something on the side like have like an actual job like bring right. some income like always have a backup than, yeah other than that like you could do whatever you want and then my mom's more the one that was uh about the money and stuff uh yeah. when it came to like streaming and whatnot uh she was she both my parents have always been very, very supportive, like me doing uh, music. But when I uh, when I started to get into streaming, my mom was like, uh, you know, like, yeah, I feel like you're kind of just sitting around, you know, wasting your time here. I'm like, no, mom, like I'm streaming like while I'm playing games like it's just like not only is it super enjoyable for me, but like I can I can make money at this and like I can, you know, I have the potential to become something big yeah. about it. And, you know, when I got when I got affiliated and uh started getting some some checks and whatnot she was like oh like okay like this is this is a thing like yeah I, I, you know okay like keep doing it and now and yeah. now like you know she helps she helps me out too and like she's totally understanding of it and stuff and uh, my, i can understand uh, i can understand that point of view of of not really accepting it because i mean even though streaming is now pretty big it's still not as mainstream as it could be so mm -hmm. you know we're still in a time where being a successful streamer, I mean, isn't that common. And yeah. I mean, really most people who don't know streaming, you know, don't see how profitable it can really be. Right. Like, I guess when it comes to music, as you were saying, music, I mean, obviously it's, you know, been around for all of history. Mm -hmm. Right. And when it comes to music, you know, you're going to have a show. And with that show, you're going to have people coming up to you telling you if you did a good job or not. On stream, your mom's not going to walk in, out to somebody and meet somebody, you know, on the street that says, hey, your son, uh, your son did a great job on stream, you know? Right. It's completely Absolutely. different if it's, uh, if, it's, if it's music. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, but, what, one thing definitely, started to interrupt, but one thing definitely I agree with Trevor is like, yeah, what, once a little bit of that money started showing, and obviously that's a big thanks to you, Mr. J. Lorsch, and everybody yeah, else that's been me supporting me. Um, no, it's definitely like, it's something that like my, both of my parents, uh, were like, even my siblings, um, they were like, damn, like, that's awesome. Keep at it. Great job. Uh, haven't gotten an apology yet about like, Hey, sorry, we doubted you type thing, but, um, that's, you're that's yet to come. It. Probably not. Yeah, you're probably but, not. Until, but, unless you like get like super famous. Right. But no, <laughs> definitely. Like I, I feel that like it, it's a great feeling. Because obviously, as a streamer, uh, especially starting off, and like uh, I've been around for you know, like I said, five years making content on YouTube and then swapping over to Twitch, it's very discouraging, or can be very discouraging to maybe uh, have a couple of years of like maybe no no growth or no uh, you know no viewers while you're streaming, and it's definitely you know something that could bring you down and make you want to quit. And if I had a dollar for every time I was like, dude, I'm done, like 
I, I don't want to stream no more. It's, 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 it's like, I'm putting so much of my time and effort and it's like, I'm not getting followers. It's like, it's not even about the money. It's just like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting that audience as opposed to like now, even though I'm not like, like, obviously I'm not famous or well-known, but it's just to have that little like audience of your own. Um, like, you know, Trevor has the mainframe. I have the mad army people that come out. Um, it's just so like, it's heartwarming. Like it, it makes you just so happy and it makes you want to continue to do it and only get better and grow. And then, you know, eventually if that money does come in, it's like, it's like, damn, that it's there. That's, this is a thing. And like, I can, I can tell my family now, like, Hey, you know, I kind of made it. You see, I'm not a streamer, but I personally believe if you are, it should be for the passion before the money. Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Obviously, if, I mean, for you guys, I mean, obviously for, I mean, every streamer, they start off slow, you know, not, not everybody just hits it big immediately. Right. And as you said, you, you've doubted yourself, you know, thought yeah. about quitting. I've had some of those conversations with you. Yeah. But it's that passion that makes it so that the money doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know? And that's just the, the icing on the cake. And, you know, and if you can get it, you know, there you go. You've got your dream job right there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I was going to bring up, uh, like you saying that you like getting discouraged and whatnot. Um, there, a friend of my girlfriend's, uh, he's been streaming on Twitch since he was 12. Oh my uh, before, God. Like they had like the whole, like you have to be like 13 or like 16 or whatever to like actually stream on Twitch. Like yeah. when Twitch was like, pretty new like twitch was, i think it was like right when twitch switched uh the one it switched from justin tv to twitch.tv um mm -hmm. but he had been streaming since he was 12 and uh literally yeah i think it was like yesterday or two days ago uh and mind you he's 20 uh he just got his uh review to get uh into the partner program oh wow yeah jesus oh well, uh, so that, like that's it, some dedication right there yeah yeah absolutely. and i think that's really cool and uh that's that's something like I, i'm glad you didn't quit sebastian because i know you were you were kind of struggling when it came to the youtube stuff and we were like you need to switch over to twitch and i i personally think that you switching over to twitch has been probably one of the best things you've done in terms of your content creation <laughs> and, like, absolutely rope and it's a huge um, risk too because i mean i mean you didn't have the biggest ever following on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So to give up what little you already had. Yeah. It was definitely a new platform. I, yeah. You can definitely ask Trevor. It, it was an argument. It was internal and external. Oh, everybody, yeah. everybody saw it. It was like, no, I don't want to, you know, I already, I, I have already 525 subs. That's to me, that's like, that's big. You know, I don't want to leave it. And then like, you know, streaming every day and like getting like one viewer. And like, I remember the day I went on Twitch, um, th these mother efforts helped me not only get affiliate very quickly, um, yeah, but did. help that fan base come in and uh, people, random people came in um, and it was just, it was heartwarming. It definitely 100% was the best decision I made. And that was made for me. Um, uh, in my content creation a career I think, um, I think that was my favorite thing about being a part of this whole streaming family even though i'm not a streamer myself is seeing you know absolute complete strangers come on to your stream and chat and you know sometimes even donate oh know, we, i mean yeah a, a good example on my end at least is mr boost you know this mother effort came out um he said he saw me playing pokemon and he just 
enjoyed my my personality my content and just a chill stream and well here we are now he has 12 gifted subs to the channel he comes out almost every night um and now i play games with him i played rocket league i made a friend out of this guy and that's just awesome um real real quick uh, uh mr noob noob is asking yeah, myself yeah question. yeah so uh this goes to trevor as well as what's your favorite uh part about streaming i'll let, I'll let you answer this one first trev Okay, uh, for me, my favorite part about streaming, uh, well, I've got a couple favorite parts about streaming, uh, which is why I, I started. Uh, one, utmost, probably the number one for sure, uh, being able to, like, game with my bros and, you know, like, have a good time and also, like, us having fun, like, has other people have fun too. Like, they get to, like, chill and watch and, like, you know, talk with us and you know just it's like hanging out pretty much pretty much right. like streaming and it just feels like i'm just hanging out with people you know online yeah. like it i that's one thing i really enjoy uh, uh yeah continue um and also just like the i prefer i like like i used to be in like a youtube group and whatnot like i used to make videos and stuff um but like i like the like the the randomness and like the the on the spot sort of stuff and Absolutely. like how it's like like i said earlier when uh in the podcast when we were talking about like oh like how does it feel like being on stage and like be like streaming like do they feel the same or do they feel different like mm -hmm. i think they feel the same you know yeah because it is at the end of the day it's still like performance like you're providing entertainment for people yeah and uh yeah i just like dicking around and making people laugh and you know it's just it's just fun yeah. I, I just love it. Uh, I'm not a streamer, obviously. We'll, we we'll, 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 switch the, we'll switch the question around for you, Mr. J. Lorsch, as like, what does it feel like to be a viewer that watches a lot of people stream? Like, what do you enjoy most out of that? Well, I'll, answer, I'll actually answer both at, at the same time. Um, the rare times that I do get to stream with you, you know, I say my favorite parts, yeah, as, as Trevor said, the, uh, the being able to game with your buds, right? Right, but my favorite thing is definitely, like I said earlier, the the crowd interaction, yeah, the audience, and that's just that's... random people coming in here. You know, you have no, you have no barriers. You know, we don't know what you look like, right? right. We don't know who you are. You can say whatever you want. You have that freedom. Yeah, and that's and that's one of my it's that it's that freedom to make a new friend. Yeah, without uh any anything holding you back, no preconceived notions or or prejudiced against you based on what you may look or or any of that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest things I remember when I started YouTube, um, I wanted to just create content and be an entertainer. So besides like the general of like, oh, I want to create entertainment, you know, have people enjoy it. Um, I, I love, absolutely love the interactions with, um, with these people, not just random people, you know, obviously you guys come out to my streams, my friends, uh, sometimes even get some of my coworkers out, uh, some college buddies that came out. Noob Noob being the like the college buddy from um, uh, my uh, you know from back when I was in Chicago in college. But I just absolutely love the like interaction between new people coming out to stream, finding me for the first time, whether they enjoy it or not. Um, and I just absolutely love just being that person that's like, hey, I just, I just love that live. And that's one thing about live streaming that's different than making videos is like, making videos is like, okay, uh, I make a video and maybe I can reply to people's comments and people find that cool because I'm the creator of that video. 
but live streaming and seeing chat right there and and being like yo what up this person what up that they ask me a question and i say you know i answer the question i just i love that live uh engagement it's just like the number one thing to me oh yeah what are you guys talking is that debit or credit what are you guys talking about <laughs> i think it's so funny what's going on right now it's just completely randomness so um, for obviously for those of you that aren't uh watching the the stream for this podcast uh Jake i just realized and, i just realized uh, i was muted this entire time yeah oh nick and our friend i've been uh, talking this entire time noob noob are doing some funnies in chat we have noob noob uh is a debit or credit jacob goes debit uh noob noob goes what's the zip code uh jacob one two three four five six uh noob noob are you a rewards member <laughs> jacob no uh would you like a car wash today yes and then noob noob then redeemed points to make uh sebastian dab see it's that kind that... of stuff right there that i love it's like yeah. i know i know noob noob knows sebastian i don't know noob noob never met the guy in my life i haven't either yet we're here right now having right. fun together and it's something yeah. as as crazy as and, and I, I mean crazy as as big as your little competition that you two got going on especially when i first came on twitch between i think i'm gonna have to take second place for now right no I, I, I understand but it's <laughs> i'm saying it like as as like a comedic standpoint it's so funny that two people that don't know each other but i know both of them um can come into my chat somewhat make friends with each other maybe maybe off stream you you guys don't talk to each other and that's perfectly okay but in my stream everybody in my chat not my stream everybody's stream trevor's and everybody else that streams these people that never met each other don't know each other can get along in this stream because it's a community you know and it's just awesome to me uh, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. The, it's the whole community aspect of you know we might not know each other but we know we have one thing in common and that's the stream right right mm -hmm. It's a meme, Mario. Right. It's we have one thing in common, and it's the memes. The memes. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the memes. And that, that's a great question. I, I like that question, Noob Noob. And you know, um, I that I'd say yeah. that was that's my answer. You probably yeah, get something similar. A... The first person that goes, oh, you know, the money, and it's like, well, okay. Oh come on! Y'all don't have five dollars. <laughs> oh my god! It didn't work. Oh. Well, Noob Noob with the one gift. Thank you very much, Mr. Yeah, he gives it to Mr. Bobby. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much, Mr. There, Noob Noob. There, I appreciate it. Are there any other topics that uh, you guys want to discuss? Or I, do we, uh... I have a, a completely off topic, but like a, a, it's a great like, like sit-down talk topic. doesn't have to okay. be long. There's yeah, this, a good old, this is a good old mindfuck like last time. Yes, is this? this is where, this oh, shit, where the podcast okay. is going to turn so, a little bit. So this will be like the last... Thing because I was just saying we've been we've been doing this for about two hours. Yeah, yeah, like, this would probably be the last topic. Podcast. So let's okay, we'll wrap it up with this topic. We'll wrap it up. About. So okay, I wrote a paper on this in 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 my community oh. college when I went. Um, and it's it's the topic of I think you might have heard this, uh, Jay Lorsch. I don't remember. It's it's called the transcension hypothesis. Yeah, yeah, I know this one. <laughs> okay. Oh God. So the transcension hypothesis is this idea, uh, developed by a man named John Smart. He was a futurist, and it bases off of another idea that's called Fermi's Paradox. Now, Fermi's okay. Paradox is a paradox that says, well, if the universe is so infinitely grand, right? You got millions of trillions of planets, stars, and uh, galaxies, uh, solar systems. How come, right, there is no other physical life that we have found? So the transition hypothesis says, well, what if... Um, 
where we are as hu uh, humans right now have not hit what's known as the uh, technological singularity, which is um, a point in uh, our evolution that says, uh, you know, we stop going, uh, you know, outward and stop exploring space and stop going physically out, out there and start exploring into inner space, which is like, you know, our mind and where our mind can go. Um, and then the other idea was like, okay, well, if we get this technology where one day we'll be able to download our minds to computers and, and become something other than physical, um, what if that is where all the other technological civilizations are, are somewhere at the end of time or outside of time because they were so ahead of us um, that they are in a non-physical world. So you're saying that would they still they wouldn't need bodies at that point, right? It would, yeah. It, it would not be physical. The, the if you want to call it the soul, the soul is left and gone somewhere else. Right. right? So it'd either be the soul or your mind would be downloaded to some form of computing, since that's where most technology is nowadays. And there's there's slight uh, studies on this about you know people uh, connecting their brain to a computer uh, for those people that are disabled. Um, they use their mind, um, and you know you got electrodes and stuff uh, that connect to muscles that allow amputated uh, uh, people uh, to move robotic limbs. Um, so take that into another like deeper thought and say like, what if we stopped going outward, but really started to connect into the inner space, the kind of almost microverse. I don't think I think uh yeah I, I suppose that might work I'm no I'm no genius smoke um, a fat joint and have that conversation though Yeah I know I've been trapped in the car with you before and forced to listen to that Bro we, it's we've done this It is my um, favorite topic Uh but I mean I, that still doesn't explain why you wouldn't be able to find other life like if that life you know well, if that what, did happen, what, then what if, you'd still find the remnants of well, it because of oh, if you dude sit dude Take a second and really think about this and tell me it's not a paradox that in an infinite universe that we know of, we have not been able to physically find other evolutions of life. And I'm not talking microscopic inside the water. I'm talking yeah, fully blown. Yeah, I watched Interstellar. I've watched Rick and Morty. I know this. Okay. okay so yeah, that's... I, I also watch Rick and Morty. Right. I have an over 200 IQ. So like... So, right. But the concept yeah. of, of this like... <laughs> this overall like idea of like yeah how come we haven't run into now obviously there's conspiracy theories I that we have otherwise because we haven't gone anywhere okay but what if okay we didn't have to go anywhere why couldn't they come to us obviously if these beings how do you are know they haven't well that's another thing is yeah. if these beings are so ahead of us channel? what know? if Ancient oh my god dude what if okay. though that's so the thing i have i have quite a bit i could go on about this let's do it um, okay so First, I feel like this whole, like, <clears throat> his idea of looking inward, mm -hmm. uh, yes, it is a great idea, but I don't think it should be the sole thing. I feel like it's a building block, because when we look inward and we help ourselves, we also advance our technology to be able to find these other forms of life and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, um I don't I don't think of it as a paradox as we haven't been able to find other forms of light yet. I feel that we just aren't there as a species yet to have the technology to do all that. Right. And that there there are lots and lots of 
things that do provide proof that there is definitely potential for us to find other life, whether it be, you know, in our current world that we live in or even in other dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really big into like supernatural stuff. I right. love like stuff about ghosts and whatnot as right. much as it fucking terrifies me. Yeah. But and I mean, we still aren't able to like a hundred percent prove there is like an afterlife and stuff like that. Absolutely. But we also there also like I mean, there's been plenty of like proof of like UFOs and stuff. Like maybe we just like we just don't have the technology to completely capture that stuff a hundred percent. But like <laughs> also, there's so much stuff that we don't know that even our own society you know hides from us. Like yeah. there's no. you know like. I don't. I I feel like his idea is a building block. Well, into... absolutely. And I well, no, one way. To... Yeah, I was just gonna this say might real be a little bit of a stretch. Okay, but how do we not know that's not what dying is? Like religion in general, like most religions have a heaven or a hell. Right. How, how do we know that when you die, you don't go off into this? next dimension your soul well, leaves well, whatever thing, that is yeah. leaves and goes off into that other dimension one thing i was and gonna some say some people re- have been lucky enough to go into the good ones some have been bad yeah. well one thing i'm just gonna rephrase real quick on the on that on the hypothesis is is it's saying like it's not saying that it that they're not out there it's saying that what if they're so ahead of us that they have found the key to to live outside of a of time itself right so so they're in this, uh, whether you want to call it a spiritual world or the fifth dimension, whatever you want to call it, it's saying that like, hey, it's possible they're out there, but what if they are so advanced that they have found a way to travel into inner space, not outer space? That's I just want to rephrase that real quick. Oh, okay. um, then there's not a problem because that, that's, that's yeah. you know, it's that's that. I mean, they're just right. not yeah. here. It's just like a which really a interesting complete, thought. Yeah, which is a totally complete possibility that, yeah, they might have been able to find the ability to travel through dimensions and through space and time like yeah they could be existing in some other world that it also could be that some species existed and some either some cataclysm happened that wiped them all out or right. the planet uh, was just not like inhabitable for for them and yeah. they just got wiped out sometimes mm-hmm. life doesn't find a way real quick yeah. uh noob noob the best movie to watch 100 of all time is interstellar I watched it once. Barely I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. I think the best movie ever is Dude, Where's My Car? Uh, oh my god! That. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to disagree with you all and say it's uh, it's not a single movie. It's a it's a trilogy and it's the Lord of the Rings extended edition, all twelve hours. All right, oh you're god. not wrong there though. You're so, not wrong. Noob Noob says <laughs> death death is just a lack of consciousness. Like if you get knocked out. I really hope not. I really That's, really hope not. Okay, that, that would suck. I don't think your balls, bro. Death is a human construct. All right, so no death. Is no, not it's, a human it's not a human. Construct. Everything it's a biological dies. construct. Everything <laughs> lives. Everything dies. I'm talking now, about the afterlife. Like, like how do you, how do you know? How do you know squirrels don't construct. have Jesus? They like squirrels. Yeah, Jesus. what if there is a squirrel Jesus? <laughs> All right. you don't know that. You're right. You're yeah. right. But anyway, uh, no, I that is definitely not a lack of consciousness. Uh, because one, there is well, one there is already kind of not a hundred percent proof, but ghosts and stuff exist, and 
you're and that is pretty much uh your consciousness leaving your body so and being in whatever uh universe or realm or whatever because we don't know the answers to that yet right but also on top of it um it has already been scientifically proven that when you live uh when you are born when you dream when you die dmt is released into your brain and when yep. you die you know you essentially go on a completely crazy drug trip uh now what happens after that i don't know yet nobody really knows yet uh and i don't think any of us are really going to be able to understand anything that uh goes on right now Uh, i think it's one of those questions like is there god what started the universe it's one of those questions i don't think we have the mental capacity to wrap our heads oh yeah well one one thing to piggyback off of trevor real quick is uh what 100 percent um i i also believe there's ghosts and one thing i'll say i said this last podcast is i'm not going to get into the how uh exactly but in my life um i have come across uh pagans slash witches um i don't know how or why they're in my life but they managed to stay around and one of my personal experiences was 100 percent contact uh like physical emotional spiritual contact um and it's very hard to explain very weird to explain um, but like the, the most I can say is like, to me, it's real. It, you know, not everybody may feel that way or agree, but, uh, it's, it raises more questions than it answers because the second you find out the second I definitely found out, um, or realized that there's an afterlife of some sort, I had so many questions of like, okay, is there heaven? Is there a hell? And it's so much more complex. If you were to talk to someone that is pagan or, or straight up like studies witchcraft and you were to ask them that they would tell you the same. It's, it's way more in depth than just yes and no. Yeah, there are way too many things that uh, we don't know about life, life itself, and also the afterlife that I feel like a lot of us are just not going to be able to understand any of it in our lifetime. And yeah. I think uh, I think pretty much what, what's best for all of us is to, yes, ask the questions, but don't let it uh, let the questions uh, be what revolves around you and controls your life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so does so, this mean when you come down in like a week or two, are we having a ghost hunting show? Oh my god! Bro, Live stream it at like I a abandoned so warehouse. Bro, I've always wanted to do that. Do we have dude, night vision got, cameras? Because I can't I live, afford that. I literally oh live across the street from a cemetery. Hell no, bro, dude! Let's it's do been, a ghost hunt stream. Bro, I'm down. It, it's I'm been, so down. It's been like my my. I've always wanted to do that, but like I've always wanted to have night vision cameras because like otherwise it's just not fun. Oh, dude, I wish I still lived at my friends. house, man. I shit my pants, dude. Listen, I had some weird shit happen to me in my house, man. No, after live there. being somebody who's lived across from a cemetery all my life, I don't think I've ever had a ghost experience, at least not one that I can remember. I've had quite a few. I've, I've definitely had, had. supernatural experiences. And yeah. A decent amount of them I dug for, which uh, I don't recommend you guys doing that. Uh, Absolutely not. Do not fuck with fuck Ouija with... boards. Yeah, don't fuck with Ouija boards, bro. Do no, not never, fuck with Ouija boards. It. But, I never uh, play with any of that fun, none of that stuff. I don't. No, I don't test yeah. my luck. All right. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. So, um, I think has anybody got any more else to say about the that last topic we discussed? Or? No. I'm I just good. wanted to introduce that to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's. I feel uh, like that's gonna be a reoccurring recurring question throughout the rest of the series. Bro, dude. Next I one. If I'm more. a part of it, we should definitely because I know this thing's the the podcast specifically called. Uh, before the Dude, apocalypse, before the before the apocalypse, mm-hmm. uh, we I think maybe next one we should definitely like discuss uh, like a lot of topics about uh, like 
potential apocalypses and stuff. I'm down. Like, yeah, shit, check. Do. Like, I was going to ask do. everybody about that. Last listen, time. listen to the first podcast. <laughs> yeah, listen to the first podcast. No, I'm definitely yeah. I'm open to branch out on that because there's so much. Yeah. I mean, it, it it goes from it goes from like government conspiracy theories to to real world like what can actually happen. Something that's happening right now is a good example, like the coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, people are really not taking it seriously, but there are stores that are running oh, out no, of hand there, sanitizer. There are people that are taking it way too seriously. And, and, and that as well. I 100% agree. Yeah. You got to yeah, kind of I mean, keep yourself in the middle. Just be, just like wash your hands, buy hand sanitizer and have it on you. Just be hygiene. Just have hygiene. your elbow. Like, be careful, right. you know. Just be careful. Yeah. Don't, don't. Of I mean, course, even though it, I'm not taking it super seriously, I'm being extra careful because i'm currently in the state you know that that kind of stuff is seriously dangerous right like although like it's more affecting older people they're they're banning uh kissing in italy because of it like you're for the time to come people should not be kissing on the cheek or let alone kissing anybody out in italy because italy is having a pretty bad outbreak right there so that's something we could definitely branch off off in the next uh yeah we can talk about that more in the next one Catch us next uh, week. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming out. Appreciate yeah. you taking out your time. Uh, thank you for having me. And th- thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Are we going to be uh, doing any gaming now? Oh, or, uh, absolutely. Let me just end this wanna... podcast. All right. I'll see you guys next week at 6 o'clock. Yes. Oh, you're not, you're not going to join us for some games? Uh, you know, for some, uh... Nah, it's, it's past my bedtime. Well, real quick uh, yeah, about, about next week's uh, podcast, since I'll be in Chicago, I might be doing a off-my-phone live stream podcast. Bro, just come to my place. That's what I'm... Oh, I guess. Yeah, true. I, yeah, I, get, I steal somebody's setup and... I mean, I've that. got... Just bring me and it'll be a full cast. I've got microphones and stuff. Like, oh my god. Oh, that'd actually be yeah. dope. Okay. And we're doing yeah, it. Dude. Down for that. We're doing it well, at Trevor's house. Mu- I got I make music. Of course I'm gonna have microphones and shit to All record right. and whatnot. <laughs> right. So right. did Cody seriously just show up? Yeah. Yeah, Cody just showed up right well, at the end well, of the podcast. He's which love you're supposed Cody. to be a part of. We love yep. you and we will uh play some games with you. But yeah, uh I'm gonna take a quick break before we start up games and stuff, because I'm also gonna start my uh my stream too uh Sweet. when we start playing some games but all i right. gotta take a quick break to eat all right appreciate you guys uh, coming no, out but uh real quick i'm gonna yeah. just uh pop and chat real quick guys uh if you enjoyed me and oh, like yeah, what absolutely. i had to say and you want to see more content uh i'm gonna hit you with a dab and chat and uh feel free to click on my name here and uh give me a follow on twitch there you go you guys. dj desktop he's definitely uh, a talented and fantastic human being thank you for being my guest yeah, of course, dude. All right. Like, I really enjoyed being Peace on out. Here. See y'all next week. Yep. See y'all next week. Adios. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up this podcast. Appreciate everybody coming out. If you are new, make sure to hit that follow button, whether you're watching this live on Twitch, listening to it on SoundCloud. And if you're over on YouTube watching this, uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Appreciate everybody coming out to the, to the podcast, episode two of Before the Apocalypse. More episodes to come every Wednesday. Appreciate all y'all. Have a fantastic one. Love you guys. Feel free to hit me up with some topics in the future at mad zombie on twitter i will respond right away thank you guys again i'll see you guys on the next one and i get 100 gifted as always take care and peace out